0: sweet peas, my little love muffins from all around the big, the big blue world. This is your hostess, Miss Tiffany Morgan, gone to you live from Kingston, Ontario, Canada, the home of limestone and the home to me, Miss Tiffany Morgan. That's right. As I, I, I forgot to turn the phone on the vibrates <laughs> and I'm getting the notifications that I'm live. Yes, of course I'm live. Of course I'm live. <laughs> You're listening to me, Miss Tiffany Morgan, drag queen Gardening drag queen extraordinaire, because we talk about a lot of gardening right now. Uh, a gardening drag queen extraordinaire here in Kingston, Ontario, uh, giving you breakfast with Tiffany. Like a little, uh, it's we're still in the morning. It's still morning. <laughs> we give you a little little start to the day a little you know that that morning start the brekkie the brekkie of the day the brekkie of the day and uh, and i'm a i'm a drag queen as i probably already mentioned here in kingston ontario the home of limestone and uh, and tips garden #tipsgarden <laughs> but uh, sweet peas sweet peas how are you doing today how are you doing today uh, i record this live uh wednesdays uh during my lunch hour uh, from my, uh, from my home. From my home. That's right. I have that luxury. I have the, the, the technologies. Because I am the first podcasting drag queen of Canada. So that means I have the, the mixers, the microphones. And I know how to edit an audio file, an mp3. It doesn't take much, honestly, sweet peas. It doesn't take much to become, you know, a, a, a radio personnel. <laughs> you just have to have a face for radio. <laughs> which I do. <laughs> which I do. Anyway, I tease, I tease, I tease. Sweet peas, we're going to be talking about some gardening today. Shocking, shocking, I know. But apparently that's, uh, but that's what a lot of you want to, want to talk about and want to listen to, uh, and get, uh, get some of my advice. Because, you know, uh, a lot of you see me as a gardening guru. I, you know, I'm not a master gardener. I'm not a master gardener. There are master gardeners here in Kingston. It's a licensed thing. I thought about it. I thought about becoming a master gardener. Yeah, I looked into it. Uh, I, you know, if you do, uh, there's, what, two schools of of horticulture uh, in Ontario. You take that, then you take a test, and then you apprentice, um, kind of, for a while under uh, master gardening um, kind of groups that are out there. There's one here in Kingston, uh, and uh, I've signed up for them uh, to get, uh, they, do, they do online seminars, and there was a, a discussion uh, recently about uh, tree planting. In, uh, in Kingston the encouraging uh there there's a few different things I think I started getting things a little bit confused there's tiny forest like the micro forest the tiny forest and and Kingston living in a in a forested area the three thirty three hundred uh sort of thing it was uh, prene- uh, it was shared at uh, city council and uh, and I got a another preview of that of that presentation through the uh master gardening um, group here in Kingston. Um, they did that all online. So it's really interesting. So I thought, sorry, I backtracked. I thought about becoming a master gardener, but I'm like all the, I'm pretty sure, and I can do the test without doing the schooling. But, uh, and I think, I think I would, pa- you have to pass with 70%. I think I could, I, you know, my pests and diseases may need a little bit of, uh, flourishing. And, uh, and some of my common plant species, um, uh, I I may know the plant family, I may not know them specifically, you know, there's a lot of memory work, a lot of memory work in there, and, uh, and I need to learn more about the soil structures, about soil structures, I know about pH levels, uh, but I need to learn a little bit more about, like, you know, what is, it's interesting, the terms that they use are not the terms that I would use, like, you know, like, there's inert and not inert, like, you know, whatever, Uh, but they, they use a little bit different terms, but anyway, I'm babbling on. I have no one to keep me in line. That's the problem (laughs) with Breakfast with Tiffany. No one keeps me in line. (laughs) Unless you're listening live and then you chat into the chats and you're like, Tiffany, Tiffany, you're off your rocker today. (laughs) Speaking about off my rocker, I do want to share this lovely work story because some of us are working from home and uh if you work from home you uh, you probably may have some sort of authentication process to log into your work networks and all that kind of stuff and uh, and we have office office 365 so there's an office 365 uh, that's uh, that's a microsoft product um good morning good morning <laughs> so um i have this app on my phone that I will get a notice. You're like, oh, do you are you trying to log into your work computer? I'm like, yes. Scans my face, says you're okay, you're, Tiffany. You're good. Uh, you can continue on. Well, today suddenly there was this like, you need to put in a code, and I'm like, what code do you want? And I'm on my phone. I'm like looking down at my phone. I'm like, oh, where's the code? I'm like, I don't see a code here. I'm checking my email on the phone. I'm blah blah blah. But no, the code is in a pop-up on my desktop, but I'm not even looking. I'm just, like, looking at the phone, because I'm like, the code must be out here somewhere. (laughs) Like, where's the code? And, yeah, and by that time, it timed out, and then I was like, what's going on? Where is this code? I had no idea where it was, and uh, I logged in through other means, and then I found... (laughs) And I feel a little bit of a Luddite. I was like, I was like, what? This this seems a little, like, like, I didn't even think to look up at the computer to see if there's a pop-up code. <laughs> it just didn't seem intuitive to me. It didn't seem intuitive to me. So, uh, you know, my patience was a little bit thin. I'm, like, you know, s- typing up an email to the IT. I'm, like, <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh... <laughs> I just find I'm laughing at it myself. I hope you're laughing at it. You're like, "Tiffany, you're such a uh you're such a Luddite. What's going on?" I'm like, "I'm not. I'm not though. I can I can do a podcast. I can do a radio show and podcast from home. <laughs> but for some reason I can't log into my work computer today. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, it's, I can laugh at it now. I can laugh at it now. Sweet Peas, you're listening to Breakfast with Tiffany with me, Miss Tiffany Morgan, on CFRC 4 c 101.9 FM, also live on cf And cca uh, or oh, you can be listening to this as a podcast on Tiffany.com, that's T-Y-F-F-A-N-I-E.com. That's right, Sweet Pea, that's right. So, um, yeah, there's, there's lots I wanted to ch- chat about today. Hopefully I can get through them all. Because uh, sometimes, uh, you know, maybe I'll uh, I get a little sidetracked. What can I say? Uh, but uh, I wanted to talk about oh, under understanding your fertilizer. That's right, that's right. I have a little sample here. So this is an all-purpose fertilizer that I I'm I'm holding up an all-purpose fertilizer, and I wanted to talk about um, a little bit about fertilizer. I don't want to get too much into it because you know, sometimes you know, I I know some basics. <laughs> Uh, this is an all-purpose, there is a number, there is a number, there are three numbers separated by dashes, and those uh, are really important numbers, and I wanted to talk about that, so the first number stands for nitrogen, Uh, sorry, colloquially, they're known as MPK. NPK, so the first one is nitrogen, the next one is um, potassium, and the last one, no, 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 that's wrong. <laughs> nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium, <laughs> K. Yeah, I have to go back to my table of contents, my uh, um, uh, the elements table of elements uh, table. K is phosphorus. <laughs> K is phosphorus. P is potassium. N is nitrogen, and uh, and those numbers represent ratios. Or percentages, uh, if you want to. One one or the other sort of thing. So an all-purpose would have pretty much the same equal numbers of of, um, NPK. So this one that I showed was 444. So four parts nitrogen, four parts uh, um, phosphorus, four parts potassium. Sorry, pause, pause. (laughs) The brain is a little asleep today. Did I mention I had problems logging into my work computer today? oh goodness sakes maybe the brain is full uh needs to be clogged out (laughs) cleaned out here goodness sakes um but yeah so that is your fertilizer because there's a lot of questions right now about uh, that i'm seeing online and stuff with that that people are asking about fertilizers when to start fertilizing uh your house plants for instance so here i have a little baby a little baby um of course, I'm removing my background because my background's terrible, and of course, the plant becomes a little <laughs> transparent on the camera. But anyway, um, but I don't know if you notice, but this little baby is pushing out a new leaf. It's pushing out a new leaf, sweet peas. If you have tropicals uh, or a, any kind of houseplant, plant, really, uh, I treat uh, a lot of my house plants uh, like uh, in the winter time as they are you know, trying to put them in a dormant state. A dormant state means that they're not really actively growing. They're just kind of, you know, staying, staying alive. Ah, 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 staying alive, staying alive. (laughs) They're staying alive. They're not really doing anything. They're not pushing, they're not really doing much at all. Uh, they just have a, a you know a couple of leaves or something like that. They're just you know that that's how they are. That's how they are. But uh, if you are an indoor gar- gardener like I am with these uh, with these kind of tropical plants, uh, you will probably start seeing growth now. They're now uh, starting to push out maybe a new leaf, a new stem, those sort of things, and uh, that's because they know they know that spring is coming. It's based on light levels, predominantly uh, for these plants is based on light levels. So the more light that they're getting, they're like, okay, it's springtime is now time to start growing. So they are coming out of dormancy. And this is a great time to start thinking about uh, fertilizing them. uh, Because quite often the soil is already uh, uh, depleted of nutrients. Really, you know, because they they've just been uh, all winter long. I never fertilized them. I just watered them once a week, maybe even less than that. You know, just just I didn't want them in an active growing state. Now I kind of do. I kind of want them to start uh, getting a little bit growth going. It's going to take a while. It's going to take you have to be patient with these uh, with these babies. But uh, a lot of these will go outside uh, once the weather is uh, is warmer and uh, and now you know if if i get them growing not vigorously <laughs> but if i get them growing now they'll be ready to to go outside in the planters and whatever uh, conditions i put them on if you have a balcony you can put some of the plants outside on the balcony but uh, but yeah i'm just um giving them a little bit of uh, all purpose uh fertilizer right now uh the ones who are pushing up the leaves uh some plants i keep dormant like really, really dormant, where they actually, their leaves die completely back. They're they're now pushing up some leaves, so I give them a little bit of fertilizer there and give them a little bit more water as well uh, so that they can get that growth going. And, uh, and then I can get them outside, and then they can just run from there. And then I can put on, uh, give them a little bit more uh, nitrogen uh, specifically. So in those percentages, uh I have some fertilizer that has a higher first number and nitrogen encourages leaf uh growth so if the plant is growing putting on leaves it wants nitrogen and uh and it, you can increase that later on too but not right now not right now they're just keep them happy <laughs> just keep them happy um, oh, I have a question. I have a live question right now. <laughs> I need help with a plant I have, not sure what it's called. It's part of the succulent family. It's low gro- uh it's low growing and it has greenish red leaves. That almost sounds like a um a hens and chicks and uh, I'm trying to remember the latin name for it. <laughs> Sempervivum? Is that it? Um Let me just vivum? is that, is that, uh, Yes, yeah, uh, Vivum. Uh that could be it, uh, Hens and Chicks is a common name, and, uh, and yeah, yeah, uh, if you want to take a pic, uh, and send it to me, for sure, I can, I can give you some advice on that, um, maybe not right now, live, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so that, you quite often will see those um, uh, in shops, quite often you're, they're selling them, And uh, some of them are very hardy, very hardy to to our climate. And uh, I remember a neighbor, I coveted this neighbor's uh, uh, garden because they had made it a rockery. Like it was like a big old rock garden in the front yard. And they had hens and chicks growing amongst the rocks. And oh my gosh, it was just lovely. (laughs) It was lovely. Uh, Yeah, yeah, they can be tricky. My sister has some... Um, they're, they're, they're not, uh, the hardy ones and, uh, and she had some problems with, uh, losing some of the fleshy leaves on the outside of the plant. They just kind of fell off and, uh, and there's some tricks and stuff. We, we, we can, uh, we can help you out later on about that, but going back to fertilizer and, and by the way, I'm Tiffany Morgan, if you're just tuning in right now with Breakfast with Tiffany on CFRC 101.9 FM and as well on tiffany.com. So yeah, I'm just talking about uh fertilizer. Yeah, uh, if you have uh, some some tropical plants that uh you know are just starting to put some some leaves out now, they're like fresh new leaves and stuff. Think about um fertilizing and you can't go wrong with an all-purpose fertilizer um and uh it, but I would I like for me myself I don't want them getting into this huge kind of leaf production I just want to slowly get them into it so uh, all purpose to me is a, is a good is a good good thing to do. Oh you're asking about fertilizing um, uh, bottom feeding okay yeah yeah uh, I'm not too sure what is a really good fertilizer for uh, sempervivum um, this is uh, like a lot of fertilizers uh, could be liquid. You mix it in with uh, it. It may be a solid or maybe a liquid that you mix in with your watering can. Uh, Those uh, those water soluble ones, as they call it, water soluble ones. Uh, Always a good a a good suggestion to use those first because they will um, be readily available immediately for the plant sort of thing. The plant can easily just take those up right away. Uh, The the solid things that you may shake onto it onto the plant. Yeah, those will take a little bit longer to break down, uh, but then that will be like a continuous kind of feeding for the plant as well. So that's that's always a um, um, uh, that's that's always a a good thing there too. And for sempervivans, for most um, succulents, yeah, I wouldn't water on top of it. Like you d- you don't want to water on top of it, uh, especially with the um, with fertilizer, but I'm not too sure because uh, you're saying you feed it from the bottom, water it from the bottom. Message me directly. We can, <laughs> I can figure out those answers for you, sweetie. <laughs> because I want to get into another topic right now because I, I did say I would talk about trees because, like I said, the Master Gardening Program um, they, they, they did a little presentation. They suggesting tree uh, planting trees and having these uh, tree boulevards to cre- create these lovely little. Um, Uh, avenues for wildlife, but also uh, to help with uh, city temperatures as well, because uh, the more trees you have, uh, more shade the streets have, and the less likely you're going to develop some uh, city, those those kind of microclimates, right? Uh, Trees let off a lot of moisture, which also help. They shade, they let off a lot of moisture as well, which is always about trying to cool the urban environment. But the city of Kingston, sweet peas, the city of Kingston here in Ontario has a tree planting kind of program. And they've just announced it as of March 1. Yeah, very happy trees. Uh, (laughs) The neighborhood tree planting program. So you, sweet peas, they have a whole bunch of trees. They have some trees that you can buy, that you can buy and plant on your property. Plant on your property. So there are 10 species. I'm going to just read it here. I'm just, there's 10 spe- uh, species of trees. Uh, you can pick them up at the Invista Center and Rideau Heights Community Center. Uh, there's certain hours. Uh, I would go to the City of Kingston website. That's cityofkingston.ca. It's under the residence and it's uh, trees tree planting. Um, it's uh, $10 for a uh, conifer Varieties. So those are the pine, you know, conifers, the pine trees, the needles um, that, that don't, uh, well, so, well, some, well, <laughs> some conifers do are deciduous. They do drop their needles, but anyway, conifers, <laughs> not the ones that were, not the ones that you can buy. Okay. So conifers, so the uh, needles and $17 for deciduous, uh, deciduous varieties. So deciduous uh, meaning that uh, they drop their leaves uh, in the uh, in the fall quite often um and uh, yeah there's there's quite a few uh trees available first come first serve sort of thing they also announced it uh through their uh, emails and stuff with that as well uh city of slash neighborhood trees there we go neighborhood trees that's an that's a much easier uh url to look up uh- <laughs> Uh, Kingston is so innovative. Oh, I know, I know. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah. So there are a bunch of different trees, and and I'm I'm almost tempted myself. But I do I don't have any spaces for. That. But they have some really great tree varieties here. So let's let's kind of talk about that the type of tree varieties that they have. I'm not going to go through all of them. I don't have that much time because I've been talking about the fertilizing. But <laughs> uh, so they have an autumn blaze maple, an autumn blaze maple. So this is Acer uh, freemanii. Acer fraxinum—that's the Latin, uh, sorry, the botanical name for it—and uh, it's uh, it's a uh, it's a tree uh, averages of uh, 15 meters high at maturity, averaging crown spread of 10 meters. So, so the crown being the canopy, it, it could average this sp- uh, spread of 10 meters wide and the height of 15 meter- meters. Uh, it has bright Brilliant bright red color in the fall. And the growing condition requires full sun. So if you have a shaded spot, uh, maybe not so good. Uh, full sun, adaptable to varying soil types. Uh, yeah, it's it's really interesting too because most of these trees are very adaptable because in Kingston we have quite a few different soil types within the city of Kingston. Me being downtown, where I am, Tiff's Garden is downtown and uh, mostly alkaline. We are on, on limestone, <laughs> hence the limestone city. And a limestone is mostly alkaline. Uh, but in other areas within the city, uh, it's uh, more acidic. Uh, you have more um, uh, granite. You have more granite rock and stuff like that. It's more of an acidic side. You'll see a lot more pine trees growing, uh, which could imply that it's a much more acidic kind of environment. So it's nice that these most of these trees uh, are adaptable to to various soil types. So that was uh, a maple uh, Acer fremontii. There's a Colorado blue spruce which I've seen grow grow very well in downtown Kingston. Uh, Some people just, oh, it's uh, Picea uh, pungens uh, glauca, glauca, and that is the Colorado blue spruce. Oh, uh, 10 to 15 meters at height, at full maturity, spread of 7 to 10 meters. It it does take a while for it to grow. I don't don't think it's a very vigorous grower. It's a conifer, uh, dense needle forms, and it's very silvery blue uh and it is adaptable to various uh soil types because some conifers don't necessarily like our alkaline kind of soils in downtown Kingston, but this one will grow. I've seen it. I've seen it grow in neighbors' lawns, it will grow. <laughs> um, and uh uh Oh, okay stands out in an urban setting it does stand out these are the fun facts i'm just reading it from the city of kingston website right now uh... these are trees uh... so um, uh... city of kingston uh, they have some trees for sale uh and, uh... and you can plant some trees uh... on your property here sweet, uh, sweet peas yeah isn't it great so we're, i'm going through the different tree species so there's there's a couple of different maples so i already talked about an autumn blaze maple so red leaves people love the red leaves uh, it's nice to have a tree that gives you multiple seasons of, 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 of entertainment. <laughs> so, you know, leaves changing to red color, that's great. Uh, and, uh, the, and the next tree here is Honey Locust, uh, and I, the Latin, name, ooh, uh, Gled, uh, Gleditsia, uh, Tricantos, and uh, that's 10 to 15 meters, 15 meters spread, deciduous tree, small yellowish green leaves throughout the summer, turning yellow in the fall. I've seen these. These are, oh, it's just very yellow, very pungent yellow. So it's it's lovely that way. But they also have uh, another great feature is that uh, they produce um, these flowers uh, during the year. Do they not? Yeah, they do, don't they? This isn't a. Uh, I think okay, forget what I said. <laughs> I th- I thought they produced seed. Uh, sorry, I thought they produced uh, flowers and seed, and the flowers the honeybees just love them. I thought they just love them, um, but maybe this is a um, a variety that's not. Um, that doesn't bloom, but anyway, um, it's uh, tolerant of road salt. Mm, you know, like sweet peas. If you're looking for something for the front <laughs> that's tolerant of uh, salt, that's great. Uh, excellent shade over patios and open spaces. Mm-hmm. I was found that it's it's not like a full deep shade. It's just a nice light shade, uh, and uh, and yeah, just lovely, just lovely. Uh, what about a, a neon maple? Had one and I lost that. A neon maple? I've never heard of a neon maple before. Uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah, these are just the trees that are available right now that uh, the City of Kingston is selling that you can get for yourselves to plant in your home gardens. Um, I want to jump. So honey locust, I... Whenever I think of honey locusts, yeah, I just think of uh, this one honey locust. The bees, you could just hear the bees humming, and they just love it. And I hope that's the same variety. Uh, red oak. So if you want something that's slow-growing, oaks are, <laughs> are definitely it. But uh, Corcus rubra uh, is the Latin uh, botanical name, and they have red oaks here as well. And, uh, and like it says, fun fact, uh, there's a lot of them at Lake Ontario Park. Twenty to thirty meters at maturity, but you're gonna—that's t- gonna be taking a long time to get to that. Um, but only ten to fifteen meters in uh, in the crown spread. Prefers full sun, adaptable to uh, various soil types and moisture levels as well. So if you have a a spot that's uh, a little bit uh, marshy, maybe maybe, um, well, I wouldn't say full on marshy, but yeah. Uh, serviceberry. Sorry, before I run out of time, serviceberry. Amelanchia canadensis. This is definitely when you hear canadensis. Uh, canadensis, if I can pronounce it, uh, in the in the botanical name of a plant, that means it's native. It's native to Canada. It's native to Canada. So Amelanchia canadensis. This is a. I love this. I love this tree. If I I would include it if I had room for it. But uh, sometimes it's not even classified as a tree. Sometimes it's classified as just a large shrub because it has multi-stems. So it's not necessarily a tree tree if there's like multi stem sort of thing. It's interesting to think about that. But a uh, height of up to five meters. Hey, this is a small tree. This is a small tree that may be really good for small spaces. So uh, up to five meters with an equal five meter spread sort of thing. But it produces these... Lovely white flowers in the springtime, and then it produces these little fruits, which are edible, which are edible, but the birds will love them, the birds will love them as well, Uh, the foliage, I believe, yeah, the foliage turns to a deep red in the fall as well, so you got your springtime flowering, and your falltime red color, and oh, a good thing, a good thing, sweet peas, You've been listening to Breakfast with Tiffany with me, Miss Tiffany Morgan, here on C4C 101.9FM. And I got I to gotta go, sweet Find me on Tiffany.com. That's T-Y-F-F-A-N-I-E.com. And I give you my love. Mwah. You stay safe now.